you're listening to The Geek Awakens with Mitch, Matt, Tabitha, and Lydia. Hey guys, uh, I am here with Wells Thompson and Dalton K. Shannon, who have a new Kickstarter out uh, called Depths. Uh, hey, how are you guys doing? Hey, we're doing great. It's good to be back. Awesome. Glad to have you back. So last time you were on, uh, we did talk briefly about Depths, which, like I said, it's out now on Kickstarter. Um, remind us what this book is all about. Uh, yeah, this book is a... Uh, sorry, I'll take over. Go for it. Uh, <laughs> This is a uh, our first uh, graphic novel. It's a 112-page uh, excursion into the deep uh, about Emil Parker, a 1930s-era scientist who builds a perpetual underwater uh, diving suit uh, and gets stuck there for three years. Sounds amazing. And Dalton, I know that you've said that this is a pretty personal story. It was written during like a rough time in your life. Uh, yeah. Can you talk about how writing this helped you? Did it? <laughs> <laughs> Great question. Uh, good, good question. Jury's still out. Um, no, it 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 helped. Uh, I, I I don't know that the story itself uh, helped me specifically. It, it helped channel a very specific emotion I was having. Uh, but uh, then, like uh, like most things during uh, depression, it just seemed to kind of die in my hands. Uh, so uh, it it took uh, bringing uh, Wells in to to take a look at it and see if he could like resuscitate it. And I, I so I I don't know if depth itself uh, kind of helped me, but the the process of bringing it back to life and making it a full thing. And, you know, starting the partnership with Wells and everything like that, that probably helped way more than writing a silly comic book ever could. So this story takes place in 1930 or in the 1930s. Mm -hmm. uh, what is it about this time period that makes you want to set it there? Oh, uh, it's the aesthetics. <laughs> aesthetic. It's, it's aesthetic. I, it was partially aesthetics, partially thematic. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, I, I believe in my heart that all writers are inherently corny and uh, hacks uh and so obviously we, we went to write this novel that is ultimately about you know uh depression and grief and so he said it during the great depression what, what better time <laughs> period could we set it in no i uh i also just like i i love old pulp uh fiction so uh you know doc savage conan um and then, of course, like the old Indian Jones, based on the the film serials of that era as well. Uh, so I, I just like the pulpy elements, and it, it still feels like the world is kind of fresh and mysterious during the the 30s. We have, I mean, we still don't know anything about the ocean hardly, but like especially back then. So I don't know. It it it's such a ripe era for like adventure stories specifically, and you can you can tell a lot of. A lot of cool stories in the 30s, but for me, that draw is definitely in the adventure vein. And and depths depths in uh, any other kind of context would be a really cool pulp adventure story set underwater, like Doc Savage underwater. That sounds awesome. Uh, but then we just kind of took that and we we're like, okay, well, he's probably sad though. And there we go. So uh, the preview pages on the Kickstarter they look amazing. Uh, 
what can you tell us about working with the artist uh, Jay Sheik? Am I pronouncing that correctly? Uh, yeah, working with Jay is, is fantastic. Uh, he has a really like grounded, uh, you know, inky black style that works really well with the tone of what we're trying to do. And uh, yeah, he latched onto the project right away, kind of understood it and, and took it in its own direction is already kind of adding a lot of personality to, uh, to the characters we created. Yes. Yeah, was also able to hook us up with uh, Rajesh, uh, who uh, is, they, they've worked together quite a bit. So uh, the, the colors are uh, really complementary to the, the line work as well. So uh, Jay, Jay brings a lot to the project. All right, so uh, first off, if you're noticing a change in audio right now, um, I finally got my computer working. It's been it's been an issue, and I am so thankful to both Wells and Dalton for being patient with me. Yeah. Um, way more patient than I'm being with my with my technology right now. Oh no, <laughs> I get it. Uh, no, tech's great until it's not. I, I I recently lost my computer of like six years about a month ago. <laughs> so uh, it was and and that that crippled us right before the campaign as well. So uh, yeah. I get it. I get it. <laughs> so um, moving on. So depths, it, it has a fairly serious tone, but there is one character that is described like a Labrador re- retriever. I, w- I need to talk about Douglas. Please. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Douglas. Great. Yes. Bring on the Doug- Douglas questions. I, I feel like we should just have entire shows dedicated to Douglas. I hope we do one day. Do we? Yeah. Do we have? A, do we have a spinoff issue where it's just twenty-eight pages of Douglas? We should. Yeah. So, oh, we'll get Fernando to do a silent issue. It'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> so, for those who haven't checked out the Kickstarter yet, who is Douglas? Douglas is a giant Pacific octopus that somehow got lost in the Atlantic Ocean and finds a mill. And the two of them uh, stick together, uh, lost in in the great wide ocean. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's a first of all, it, it was just a good like writing utility for us because it's very boring to have someone doing you know something by themselves with no one to talk to. So having something that Emil could bounce off of, uh, even if it does, he's not responding back, uh, just helps the the book flow a little bit better. Uh, but also, it's like. It's a bit, as you said, that the, the book has a really serious tone to it. We're tackling some heavy subject matter. So it was nice to just bring something that is like unambiguously, this thing brings joy. <laughs> Douglas is Douglas is like a dog and, and you can't be sad when he's around. And the, uh, I guess like character character drawings in the introduction uh, does show Douglas with a was it is it a martini glass? Yeah. Yes. I was Even very glass. disappointed. Very disappointed to see that that's not going to appear in the comic. Yeah, I no, mean, that I was mean, just that was at just least not in book one. You know. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. You got to get book two for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, stay tuned. Uh for Douglas will uh be going to the eye doctor. Uh he'll be going to the dentist and uh he might be going to AA meetings in book two. Who knows? Yeah. That's fair. <laughs> So tell us about some of the reward tiers for uh, the Kickstarter. Yeah, we've got uh, we've got a whole gamut of uh, of tiers. Uh, so if uh, regardless of what you're looking to jump into, we have uh, just chapter one. So the first 28 pages mm-hmm. uh, available for you digitally. If you're wanting to just kind of dip your toes in uh, pun, very much intended. Um, <laughs> We also have, uh, of course, the whole book digital you can grab for, I think, 
what 20 uh and then of course yeah. for 30 you're getting the uh the paperback edition with uh jay sheik's cover or a cover which uh is just gorgeous with the uh <laughs> the champagne glass it i i i'm torn it might be my favorite cover yeah jury's out uh, then we also have Serge yeah. Acuna coming on for uh, a variant cover for our uh, trade as well. Ten dollars uh, more, yeah, it, uh, yeah. Serge Acuna, and he yeah. he did the uh, original story that mm-hmm. these characters premiered in in Descent into Dread, so sort of a callback to that aesthetically. But also, he we wanted he, we know he does amazing action and, and these beautifully mm-hmm. detailed uh, drawings. So we we had him do this beautiful uh, uh, the scene of of Emil getting dragged down to the to the depths uh sort of displayed uh it, that one i don't know it's that they're all so good i i, I are, yeah. i'm i'm back and forth between that one and, and the hard cover which is uh so those two are, are soft covers and then the next one we have uh for 50 dollars is is the hard cover which is uh heather vaughn uh specific uh specifically does that cover uh and Heather Vaughn, Frankenstein, the unconquered fame. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Uh, Heather Vaughn is is phenomenal. Uh, anyone that's ever seen her work knows that. Uh, very moody, uh, uh, kind of conceptual artist, uh, and did a fantastic job on this one as well. Then we have collectors tier where you can get all of the cover, or you can get you know three copies of the book with all the different covers, uh, and everything tier where you get all the different add-ons along with everything else at about a fifteen percent discounted rate. Uh, so that's enamel pens, that's stickers, that's uh, Descent into Dread, that's uh, posters. Um, you can also get a commission from Jay Sheik. Uh, if, you, if you like his art style, you want some original art from him, he will draw something for you. Uh, and you can get yourself drawn into the book, either as a background character, a background character with a line, or an entire minor character with a whole scene of, uh, with you in it. So lots of variety, lots of stuff for uh, people to go in and, and, uh, and grab. Nice. And the uh, the the character uh, being able to be drawn in as a character in this, that kind of caught my attention. So you can be a minor character in depth for the low, low price of a thousand dollars. Has anyone selected that award for backing yet? And, you know, if if or if not, you know, like tell me about like how like how do you choose what character to insert them? Like, did you know, like writing this like hey this might be a good opportunity or or kind of tell walk us through that no we 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 knew nothing writing it uh it was we, we wrote this a long time or a while ago this is the first thing we ever worked on together uh so we, we did not have kickstarter on the mind when writing this but we we just sort of went through back through the uh uh script and, and said hey this character you could like you put some, they're a minor character. They, they have a single scene. They, you know, sort of touch on the plot and then disappear. Uh, if you wanted someone, you know, to add someone into the book, this would be a good place to do it. So, yeah. Uh, as of right now, no one has selected uh, the minor character. Someone has uh, gone in to be a uh, character with a line. Uh, but unfortunately, or uh, yeah, there are three spots uh, for the minor characters, two male bodied, one female bodied. So get on it. If you want to be in the book, let's go. Nice. Heck, we'll, we'll make you a cephalopod. Just, just give us the money, you know? <laughs> so you guys have done a lot of Kickstarter campaigns, a lot of successful Kickstarter campaigns. Um, what are some of the challenges and how have you been able to overcome them? Have we? <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I, I mean, I think uh, the stress is a major challenge that you face in any campaign. Uh, just you have that time crunch, you have, uh, you know, finances are on the line. Uh, whether or not you get to, to make the, the book that you really care about is on the line. So obviously managing your stress and the fact that like the flow of a campaign is not even, it's not you steadily make money the entire time. It's you make a lot up front and then it's a lot of times it just stops and it it feels extremely painful and you feel like you've lost the thread and no one's interested in it. And so managing your own emotions during a campaign can be extremely challenging uh, in its own right, uh, just keeping sane. (laughs) But, you know, other than that, it's, yeah, it's, it's keeping on schedule and doing PR and, and trying to get the word out. No, having enough confidence in your book that you know that it it's great and that people need to read it. You just have to, people have to see it. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, like uh, going back to your Kickstarter for Mechaton, you know, I I was kind of like right there with you guys, like the last couple of weeks or so, like I would be, you know, like, uh, you know, refreshing your Kickstarter page to see like, have they done it yet? Have they done it yet? I, I'm sure that was kind of like a nail biting experience. And it's just like, you know, it was had to have been like just a weight off your shoulders when you finally did, you know, cross that and it was funded. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Those last two Mechaton campaigns were nail biters for sure. No. Uh, thankfully, in between those, we had Frankenstein, which uh, was decidedly not nail biting at all. Uh, and we got to kind of breathe during that campaign. No, that, that one just happened. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> kind of tricked us into thinking they were all going to be that easy. but. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but not everything can have boobs on the cover, unfortunately. Desafortunadamente. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, you just you just got to work harder at it, I guess. At the boobs? I mean, yeah, we can try. We could, yeah, just, <laughs> I mean, this is primed for, for tentacle nonsense. So I, I, we could. I just, I, I don't know if I want their money. Like, uh. yeah, No, I, I do. Their money <laughs> spends just as well. <laughs> so I subscribe to a lot of different creator newsletters, but... Uh, yours is unique what can people well i mean i don't know (laughs) i don't know many other newsletters that i routinely get uh cocktail recipes and pictures of cats in addition to comics news so other than that what can people expect from comics comics cats and cocktails it's all in the title man yeah yeah (laughs) everything's right there yeah the impetus was sort of you know what can we what can we provide people that that they can't get anywhere else and uh, I've been in the food service industry for uh, like ten years ish, uh, longer if you want to if you want to get into the meat of it. But uh, like professionally and and continuously for about ten years, uh, I'm a trade bartender and I know a lot about drinks. And so I was like, let's do cocktail recipes. That would be fun. A lot of people would be interested in that. Uh, and then uh, my, my wife, uh, routinely rescues cats and we have fosters in the house. So we have a, a no shortage of cat pictures to spoil people with. Um, and everyone loves a cat. So, or everyone loves cat pictures anyway. Uh, so that was a no brainer. And then, uh, and, uh, other than that, it's, it's just an excuse for us to get our news out there and, and kind of connect with, with our fans, uh, make sure that they're still in the loop of what's going on, you know, yeah. provide some, provide some new pages to you guys and, uh, and keep you up to speed it, it's by far the the most consistent best way to keep up with us if you're uh if you're in the the market for more uh thompson shannon shenanigans thompson shenanigans yeah um, <laughs> that's good yeah. that's good yeah well we'll see how it goes 
um kind of keeping with that you know like more and more creators do have newsletters to just keep fans in the loop and everything so like why is it why is it important and why should um why should comic readers subscribe to these newsletters you've seen twitter lately right yeah like no i think i think it is more important than ever uh in in the wake of um twitter uh, melting down and and Facebook becoming irrelevant and Instagram becoming irrelevant that uh, creators need to uh, take their marketing into their own hands. Um, it, you can't be reliant on the the big tech companies to uh, always have your back with these algorithms. So uh, having your own website, having your own newsletter, uh, the, I think those are imperative now. Uh, especially if these sites can just evaporate in an instant or one line of code can change the algorithm to where you're just not seen anymore. Like uh, newsletters are just such a direct way into that inbox for, for people to, to get a hold of, of whatever information they want for you. And if they want more, they can go find you. If you're, if you're on those social media sites, like that, it easily possible to go see what, uh, wells's opinion on pasta is on on twitter <laughs> but uh but if, if the the meat of the stuff is going to be on the websites and, and the newsletters so I, I i do think it's more than ever it's important creators need to build their own web you need to get your own website you need to get the newsletter you, you got to do it because so I, I mean doing tiktok every single day just for views and not even clicks like that's exhausting that's not sustainable so you you mentioned it. I have to ask uh, Wells. What is your opinion on pasta? It's delicious. <laughs> <laughs> there you uh, have every, it. Every every meal, if I could if I could manage it. <laughs> <laughs> so your comics uh, run the gamut in terms of genres. Is there a certain genre that you maybe gravitate gravitate more towards? Uh, I mean, per, if if left in a vacuum, I will always go back to like magical realist literature sort of like a contemporary american lit uh everything from you know uh escott fitzgerald and jd salinger to kirk honigat and, and jennifer egan uh that's sort of my wheelhouse uh but i i, I like challenging myself i like doing different mm-hmm. things i like trying to uh to tell different stories and see if i'm, I'm any good at it and uh, generally, yeah, the stronger stuff comes out when you when you're pushing yourself and you're mm-hmm. really going. Well, I don't know much about this genre. Let's let's see what we can do. Yeah, no, for sure. I I tend to gravitate. You know, I was born and raised on on superhero fiction, so I gravitate more towards like uh, character focused action adventure genres. Um, but especially with a sci fi bent, I I like that nonsense. But mm-hmm. um, but no, I through uh this partnership i found out that oh i'm not too bad at writing horror stories even though i don't personally like horror too much um and uh depths especially even even though like conceptually it started with me i quickly found out that uh literary sad boy stories are not like i'm not great at them and so i i got to wells helped me kind of stretch those muscles and uh now i'm halfway decent at them so like it it's very important to to get outside that comfort zone and and try to expand whatever genres uh you want like i've got binders full of of different genres of stories that i have no idea if i'm going to be good at writing but uh if i just stay doing 
silly action adventure stuff all the time it'd it get pretty uh shallow pretty quick so is there a certain uh comic creator that you know you would jump at the chance to collaborate with oh, oh my god uh, pull me up a list uh, yeah 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 uh, <laughs> becky, i mean becky clunan is my dream yeah, like Becky's artist great. to work with um i really want to do something with alex moore uh <laughs> they're absolutely fantastic uh, they've done a variant cover for us and and we have approached them about different projects, but they just didn't have the uh, the availability at the time. Uh, we're constantly kind of crossing each other like that. Just, um, let's Daniel see. Warren Johnson would be great. Like I, I know uh, DWJ always does his own stuff, but yeah, that'd be, that'd be pretty sick. Um, oh, I'd be lying. If I didn't at least mention John Romita Jr., I'll probably never work with that guy. But I Junior, would. Love, Junior. I'd love to work with Junior Junior so much, uh, just to have my name on a book he drew. That'd be great. Um, I don't know. There, there's the the industry is so full of of just disgustingly talented people that I would trade wells in a heartbeat to work with any of them. Like, thanks. It's, it's, yeah. <laughs> Appreciate that. No, no, no. That's that, that's a testament to how good you are because I'll all you know I'm fine with as good as you are. I'm fine. I'm fine grabbing somebody. Like it's great. Like it, we're all just trading partners. It's it's great. It's like a it's like a it's like a '60s house party here. Like, yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's <laughs> no. Keep talking. I'm. I'm I've, <laughs> I've, I've lost the metaphor, but like I I want to work with everybody more or less. There's too many good indie creators out there, uh, and and you can't work with them all, and that's a tragedy. So we did kind of touch on this last time, but uh, let's talk about any upcoming cons that you might be at any kind of, you know, like anything that you might be doing to kind of like, you know, get out, you know, to the public or whatever. Yeah, we just did uh, free comic book day recently. Uh, that, that was, was great. great. Uh, other than that, it's all sort of up in Arkansas the air. Arkansas Comic Con, don't we? Arkansas Comic Con, uh, we would love to go to. We always we tried. Or we, I'll probably be going to that one. Well, we year. schedule to go for it every year, but yeah. uh, they have not gotten back to us whether or not we have a table. So, mm. yeah, well, we'll, if I'll, we have I'll, a table, I'll go set up one. I, we'll go illicitly. Uh, just yeah, set it no, up right by the entrance. Be great. That, historically, one of our best shows, and mm-hmm. it's it's home. It's very much home for us. So. Uh, so yeah, we always like to be there. But might be going to the uh, Madison Comic Con here in Wisconsin. Uh, that was a great show for us last year. Uh, we we love like the the mid range cons. Mid range cons are f- so great. You get to actually talk with people, and they actually care about your books, and they're not just there to see Chris Evans. Love it. It's fantastic. Thanks. <laughs> uh, so, how can people find you online? Uh, yeah, I'm on any social that matters at Dalton K. Shannon, uh, if I decide to post. But uh, my profile on, on Twitter does have a, a link straight to uh, our newsletter uh, and my website. So uh, feel free to go subscribe there. And also on the uh, our Kickstarter depths, like it's it's live right now up until the end of May. So uh, you uh, you have no excuse after listening to this to not go at least check out depths or else uh, I'll be very disappointed in you. uh for me uh i am on twitter at wells thomp t-h-o-m-p just cut off the last three letters of my name uh again kickstarter is is where i'm i'm you or i'm usually putting something out there uh 
all of my stuff that's not on Kickstarter uh, is on Kofi, or if I'm not running Kickstarter, I should say, you can get my stuff on Kofi.com, K-O-F-I, uh, or you can just buy me a cup of coffee. That's cool too. Um, and I have a website, wellsthompson.com. So if you want to get in touch or, uh, or, or see what I'm doing or, you know, sign up for the newsletter, that is how you do that. So, uh, yeah. Nice. So one more time, give us the details on depths and it's Kickstarter. Um, the, make everyone who hasn't backed it yet and want to back it. I have your family for a ransom. <laughs> <laughs> If you do not go to the Kickstarter <laughs> within 48 hours, I can't promise their safe return. Yeah, Depths is a uh, <laughs> Depths is a graphic novel about loss, uh, guilt, uh, surviving grief and depression, and the elements, and it is ultimately extremely life-affirming and uh, the kind of book that made me want to write books in the first place. So I think it is an incredibly valuable read for anyone. It is drawn gorgeously. It explores a world we don't get to see very often. And you get some really cool perks uh, by backing it. So uh, 100%, I cannot think of a, a better project to, to back at the moment. Yeah. If you like underwater stuff with uh, characters that'll make you cry, then there go back depths. You won't see them cry because they're underwater, but it'll make you cry. You'll cry. You'll know. <laughs> and one more time, when does the Kickstarter end? May 31st. May 31st. May 31st. All right. Wells, Dalton, uh, thank you so much for taking time to, to talk. Uh, best of luck with the Kickstarter. I'm, I'm really excited for this. Hey, right, thanks for having us yeah. on. It was great. Absolutely. Thank you for yeah. what he said. that's going to do it for this episode of the geek awakens if you have any questions comments or concerns shoot us an email at the geek awakens podcast at gmail.com it would be a shame if you didn't follow us on facebook and instagram at the geek awakens podcast or on twitter at geek awakens Theme music created and produced by E. Cannon Beats. Our logo was designed by Shay McCain. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time. We're boldly gone. <laughs>